Hey there, welcome back. Happy Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this pod. Maybe you're like my parents, they binge the five episodes every week on Friday. So however or whenever you're listening, welcome. So a couple of months ago, a friend of mine posted on Facebook the alternate prayer to the Lord's Prayer. This version on Facebook, apparently, and I don't know if this is factual, was translated from Aramaic directly into English rather than from Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English. The takeaway for me is that it is beautiful and that it is missing a deservedly missing piece, and that is the gender of God. And it was kind of cool because as I was reading through it, it felt really aligned with both how people, I believe, would have spoken back then and about the creator of all things, the divine entity, God. And so it kept my attention and I kept reading. And what it did was essentially stripped away all this patriarchal gender nonsense and made it more universal, which when you think about it would probably be the way Jesus would speak about the creator of all things. The other part of the whole Our Father piece is I think it sets up constructs because men of most ages thought or think that they have the upper hand or are dominant, hence father, right? I think there are a lot of reasons that we put male gender onto God. That aside, uh, the whole pronoun thing and gender issue, I know it is a touchy point of topic for people today, but I think it should have been a touchy point of topic all along that we be so focused on a gender, especially when it comes to God. A little interesting aside, I was in a parish in Seattle when I lived there. We would have this visiting priest come that would celebrate when Father John was gone, and he would never say, God the Father. He would always say, Mother, Father, God. And I always thought that was so beautiful and so much more realistic. Now, this is a Catholic priest. He wasn't just some layperson deciding to change the name to Mother, Father, God. He even spoke about how the Holy Spirit had to be feminine. It had to be a feminine construct because for the very reason he was including the Mother, Father, God piece, there's no way that a God or a Trinity would be all masculine. So this gender thing, even theologically, is problematic. The other thing I want to preface is I know people with very black and white hardline perspectives about what Jesus supposedly taught when he was here are, you know, going to take issue with this. But what I'm getting ready to read is beautiful. It's not like some demonic retooling of the Our Father. It's actually a really beautiful way of that we can conclude that Jesus could have talked about the almighty force behind all things. I don't know that I can imagine him speaking about that force with a gender, even though my whole upbringing and my whole life, that is how I have referred to God. For this moment, I ask you to suspend all that that I just said and just listen to this because it's actually super beautiful. This is called the Lord's Prayer translated from Aramaic directly into English. Just listen how beautiful this is. O cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Soften the ground of our being and carve out a space within us where your presence can abide. Thy kingdom come. Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Thy will be done. Let each of our actions bear fruit in accordance with our desire 
on earth as it is in heaven. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and flourish. Give us this day our daily bread. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do not let us be seduced by that which would divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from every evil. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth, power, and fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole once again. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. And so it is. Amen. I mean, if you see those side by side, there's nothing about, other than gender, the difference in those things. Now, I've said the Lord's Prayer a million times in my life, I still say it, and if you deconstruct it, it is an amazingly powerful prayer. I just don't know why God was ever given a gender. But I love this prayer. I think it's it's absolutely gorgeous. And if it is, you know, if some historian out there wants to question this, f- feel free. I am not taking this as fact that it is indeed translated from Aramaic directly into English, bypassing Greek and Latin. But if it is, what an interesting thing. And I think the patriarchy is falling. Yay! And I think that these things are emerging and surfacing energetically as a result of that. That's my personal belief. If you know anything about Emmett Fox, uh, he's a great metaphysical teacher that is Christian, but recognized Christ's teachings as more like a scientific code of how to live and be joyful and fulfilled. So if you know of his work, you can kind of see in this Lord's Prayer how some of the things that he even talks about in that he believes what Jesus said was true, but he believes Jesus was giving us a code, a code for success, basically, you know, for a Napoleon Hill way to say it. Okay, so be well. Thank you for another week of allowing me to express my fleeting thoughts, and I will see you on Monday.